You're listening to Bro Down Podcast all fucking day. Oh, yeah. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Bro Down Podcast. I'm Andy Smith. And I'm Tim Fulton. And this is Fight Fan Weekly. Fight Fan Weekly. Right. This but- week. <laughs> or this episode. On a very special episode of Fight Fan Weekly. Yeah. Jesse- Jessica Panay versus USADA. All right. What I want you to do is you just read everything that she had posted. Yes. Explain to me and the listeners okay. what the situation is. So Jessica Penne several, several years ago got tagged for an illegal substance by USADA. At the time, USADA had just kind of emerged from what I'm understanding and everyone was kind of just getting used to it. And she was prescribed it by her uh, doctor. It was an over-the-counter medication. Uh, She didn't really think anything of it. She was penalized for a year and a half, and she basically said, you know what? I kind of want to fight this, but I'm not going to. I'm going to sit down, shut up. I'm going to take my year and a half penalty, and that's going to be that. Uh, She was getting ready to return to the UFC after the fact, after years of not being able to perform, and then her first bout got canceled because I believe she said she was injured, her foot. I think it was her or her opponent, but one of them, yeah. Yeah, someone got injured, and then she was given a second chance uh, like three months later, and she got tagged again for another illegal substance. Um, She was insistent that she was innocent to the point where she fought this tooth and nail despite not exactly having the finances to do so, um, she went through to third-party testing labs that both the UFC and USADA agreed upon, and they did eventually find trace substance of whatever she got tagged for. I don't know what it was. Yeah, Um, banned banned substance. Banned substance. So they found it in something that she had been taking uh, legally, over the counter, um, and everyone agreed that, well, except for USADA, but everyone else agreed that it was minute uh, trace amounts. Uh, yeah, it was in her system, but it wasn't to the levels that it would be performance enhancing. Uh, it seemed to explain itself. So when she went to USADA and said, hey, this is what happened, she thought she was going to clear her name. They, they were like, all right, well, we're going to test it now ourselves. They didn't said, ah, well, your test doesn't matter. Our test is better, and we decide you're still flagged. Um, she went through interrogations and all this other stuff, kind of deemed a villain, or at least that's what she says. Uh, and then, uh, the penalty for this was four years, three or four years. I think it was four. And ultimately it looks like it's being upheld. She kind of made an Instagram post as, uh, a one last like straw kind of, desperate hope to raise money for um legal fees so she can continue to fight this and well like one last ditch effort um i think that's basically my takeaway yeah um uh, so a couple things um just to that give some background on just the whole how everything works so when usada came in there was a lot of confusion with everyone a lot of guys were getting popped for certain things. Yes. Um, so basically, it's not. It's technically, I guess, not a performance-enhancing list. It's a banned substance list. Okay. So if there's something on that list 
that is banned, you are not allowed to take it. So okay. what they do is they USADA now, and you can imagine how confusing this is of this USADA wasn't around and then all of a sudden, boom, they're here. And it's not like gradual, like it's, we weren't here, now we are here. Yes. So guys were taking stuff over the counter, like pre-workouts and whatever, but there was a lot of stuff in those that might be on the ban list. And, you know, you go on there, you see, you know, hectomino titrahydrate, and you're like, oh, I don't know what that is. So I don't take it. So, yeah, but if you look at the ingredients of a lot of pre-workouts and stuff that people, regular people go to the gym and take, um, you're not going to know what a lot of that stuff is. It's, a lot of them have multiple names. Yeah. Um, so what was happening was guys were getting flagged for stuff like that, which it's kind of, um, I think it's a little bit of an injustice when you put somebody in saying, oh, they're, they're, they're flagged for PEDs. When that could mean coffee, uh, caffeine, it could mean, you know, something as simple as a pre-workout. But what, how they work it now is they, they have a list of substances that you are allowed in like, um, I guess, uh, companies that they've tested where they're like, oh, these companies are good. So you can take these. But that doesn't mean that if you get popped and you're taking this, that you're not in trouble. So it's kind of like. Unless you take nothing, no supplements ever, you're kind of taking a risk. Yeah. Because they have found in many cases that um, it's not what's in the actual substance. It's that it came from the factory because they can measure to such a small amount. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. she measured, <clears throat> she measure, uh, uh, named a measurement called a picogram. Yeah, yeah. Which is like super, it super minute levels. And that is a is kind of a big part because that's kind of, that's what John Jones tested for and USADA ended up saying that because it was only picogram levels of something that he had previously tested positive for it's residual so he could he didn't take any since the first time he was popped it's just we can measure to such a small amount that that thing that he took 4 years ago is still in his system yeah to that level and after seeing her go through this, um, I'm just wondering what your what your take on this whole thing is. We're, let's attack it from both ways. Let's attack it from we'll say that everything that she's saying she's being 100% honest about, and then we can attack it from the other way too. Okay, so you obviously – we've talked about PEDs numerous times, so you clearly know what my standpoint is yes. on that in general. And I've openly said this before, when I talk about PEDs in that light, I do so with rose-colored glass, glasses on. It, these are the circumstances where I have to take those rose-colored glasses off. Yeah. There's no way to avoid that. Um, it, having those – this is like the extreme where you follow the letter of the law and you don't put any rationality into it, which is – Things I don't like to see either. Um, you can't just... I, this is a kind of a scenario that I have trouble uh, uh, verbalizing. But you can't just measure something and then immediately know the results. Any form of measurement, any form of numbers in general require some sort of analysis. Yeah. A logical analysis of what exactly is going on here um 
assuming all parties or assuming that this is being truthful, I think that USADA is having a real issue with um, they want to prove their worth. So they're attacking this as hard as they can, specifically on lower named people. I think if she was uh, a top 10 male fighter, um, not to throw sexism in there. But yeah, you, you I, I get your point. Um, that she, she wouldn't be having this kind of trouble. But USADA can't always do that. They have to show that they have some sort of inherent worth, right? So the more people that they pop in a certain sense, the more that they can say that they're protecting the integrity of the sport, which is something that I would like to see, but not to this pedigree. You don't want to see someone who is uh, being faithful to the sport, not taking PEDs, whatever that may be, because yeah. we know, we're seeing this being a little bit all-encompassing now. Yeah. Um, it's it's the worst case scenario. That's how I see it. This is the worst case scenario. This so, is the bad end of it. So okay. So Jeff Nowitzki, the guy that they named in there, he's she said that he believed her with that she didn't take it. Who is I don't know. Who Jeff Nowitzki is. is the guy that runs USADA. Okay. So the guy that runs the organization, basically the representative, or not runs USADA, but he's the guy that is the 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 gatekeeper between UFC and USADA. And okay. It sucks when it's at a point where – what am I trying to – I'm having the same issue you are. <laughs> it's hard. Sometimes these things are hard to verbalize. Yeah. You can know the difference between right and wrong, but putting it into words is so difficult. I think what we're, I think what I'm trying to say is there's a, there's a big difference between somebody that goes out premeditatedly to cheat and somebody whose intent was not to cheat. So one of the things that they make you do now or that you should do, according to the USADA, is any supplements you take, you have to tell them. Okay. Whether it's – obviously, if it's illegal, you're not going to tell them. But if you're taking you protein. know, protein, water, you put all that on a list and you give it to them. And you say, this is what I'm taking. So that way, if it's flagged, you can't just say, well, I was taking this other thing too. Just because what happens is like um, – uh, there's a couple famous cases of uh, certain um, people of like government jobs uh, getting popped with like say cocaine, mm -hmm. right? And their lawyer talks to the guys and says, "Okay, what household products will make somebody test positive for cocaine?" And then they're like, "Oh, um, green tea. This brand green tea. For whatever reason, when you drink a lot of it, you will test positive for cocaine sometimes." So then what do they do? Fill his house with that green tea and say that he drinks it all the time. How do you prove that he didn't do it? How do you prove that he didn't always drink the green tea? You can't. You can't. So what they make you do now or they tell you to do now is when you put that stuff on the list, you say that you're taking it. That way, if you say, no, I was taking it. So if you test that product and it has it in it, that's yeah. my excuse. Yeah. So it's clear that I'm taking that. I'm not making this up. So – I have more of a problem when it's more than apparent that the person was not trying to cheat and they punish them as opposed to the guy knowingly premeditatedly knew what he was doing and cheated. That to me, it's just different. To me, it's different. Like if you get, if you get caught cheating and you say like, yep, I, I took EPO because I wanted an advantage. 
I know it's illegal and that's it. Mm -hmm. Or somebody has a, a story that makes sense where they're like, no, I, I didn't do it. Like I, one of the things on my list apparently test positive for EPO and I'm telling you, I didn't take EPO. Oh, and it's also trace amounts, which according to the doctors says there's no, there's no athletic benefit to taking that. Yeah. But it's like, well, you're getting the same suspension as the guy who purposely did it. And like you said, if she was more famous, like John Jones type of deal, even though I do give USADA credit, they have banned huge names before. But at the same time, USADA is a weird situation. USADA is hired by the UFC. They don't have to have them there, right? The UFC loses money whenever they test. It's $40,000, I believe, for most of these tests, like the whole slew of tests. And every time you saw a test positive, somebody tests positive, the USC has a problem now. They have a fighter that can't fight, and they have a, have to cancel a bout. So I, from a normal standpoint, from a business, what you said before was USADA has to prove why they're there. That makes sense when you think about it from a business standpoint. Yeah. But for this model, it almost makes less sense. Because if they were popping people every day, the UFC would be like, we don't even need to have them here. We're doing this to try to clean up the sport. But if this continues on this road, we're going to be out of business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know what I mean? It's almost like it's got to be a little ebb and flow. If it, I'm just putting that out there. Whereas yeah, the, yeah, that's fair. How that's it fair. works. So, I just – when you were saying, like, the person that was famous would get away with it as opposed to this person. The other thing that sucks with this is that Jessica Panay is basically, like – uh, paycheck to paycheck, I guess, if you would call it, type of fighter, as opposed to somebody like a Nate Diaz yeah, or a yeah, Conor yeah. McGregor, where they can fight once every two years and they don't have to work. She's basically making ends meet or a salary based on her fight. So she talks about when she was banned the original time, she was b- dead broke. Yeah, yeah. She has no money. And fighting is one of those you put all your chips in one basket. So, excuse me, when she finally thought she was coming back, and then she got flagged again. You know, she spends all this money that she doesn't have. And then it doesn't work out for her. And now it's almost like nobody's going to remember her two years. Yeah. She's just going to get tossed out to the side. And it's going to be another sad story. And they'll do a 30 for 30 on her in 10 years. Yeah. And that's what sucks. To, to me as a fan, that sucks. Yeah, no. It's a huge injustice. It's not, it's not fair. No. It's a, a thousand percent not fair. And that's why... When it comes to swinging the hammer on the PEDs, and I, I can't even say I, I, I think it for guys that admit that they cheated because I think that everyone fucks up because they, they're, they can get to a point so deep in something that they don't, they're not thinking clearly, mm-hmm. but especially for something like this, it's like you're gonna suspend her for four years, when there's a lot of questionable information here, because that's what it says in the book. Yeah, that's what bothers me. That's the thing that bothers me the most, that when people go by the letter of the law without following, not that that, this is a law, though, not a nationwide law, it's USADA law, which does affect these people. When they go by the letter of the law without putting any logical thought into it, like without really thinking things through. A, A quick analogy for you, because it's something that pisses me off to this day. Okay. I lost my license once. So I had to go down to the DMV and prove who I was, basically. Yeah. And I had your – you have to have those six points, and one of the things you can use as a point is your debit card. Yeah. 
and you also have to prove your address. So I had a debit card to prove or for one of my points, and I had a bank statement to prove my address. Both were from the same bank. My bank statement said Timothy Paul Fulton. My debit card P. said Timothy P. Fulton. Boom. I was not allowed to use my debit card because it was not the same as my license. My name is Timothy Paul Fulton. Yeah. My debit card is Timothy P. Fulton. This man really thought I somehow rigged up a fake debit card for the sole purpose. Says it in the book. Says it in the book. I. So that's the type of thing when logic loses all – it's just gone. When logic is purely gone, you're breaking something that shouldn't be broken. It yeah. doesn't make sense. She, I, I mean, there's two sides to every story, and I know we said we were going to get to that part at, later. Yeah. Um, but assuming everything here is correct, there is just so much evidence in her favor, and it was trace amounts. Like, I want to, I'm not a scientist, but I would, I'm very curious about like what the science is behind this. Like, why is it to this pedigree that you're doing this? Is it because like, um, is it because like trace amounts still means that she had the opportunity to not have trace amounts in her body and it's just going through withdrawal now like is there like some sort of like logical reasoning why trace amounts aren't allowed yeah um but all said and done it just seems like a massive massive upsetting tale yeah that's just not right it's what what upsets me the most is the fact that you're you're literally taking away somebody's livelihood and yeah. their life's yeah. work. Yeah. And that's the part that's the most upsetting to me yeah. is that this isn't like, oh, you got caught smoking weed uh, and you're a manager mm -hmm. and you could just – you can get a job as – not that it's going to be easy, but you can get a job as a manager somewhere else, right? There's not many other places that you can go get a job in this business – Especially when you've put all your eggs in the UFC basket, like yeah. she. Yeah. The thing is, it's imagine you get fired from a job, and then they say, "Oh yeah, not only can you not do this, but since you're under contract, you can't go work anywhere else." See, and that's a second level of fucked up that I don't like. I despise that that is a capability. Well, it's it's. Hey, I got suspended. It's like, yeah, you're suspended while under contract. Yeah, you're not fired. You're suspended. Yeah. So it's like but so realistically. I mean, at this point, not to sorry to no, interrupt no, no. you, but a year and a half she had a three-month span and then another four so that's six years that's a six years worth of suspension essentially of no fighting that she's still under contract that's not right yeah. that is something inherently wrong with that and the thing that i was saying with the suspensions that they give out in the ufc under the usada laws and and everything it when you compare it to other sports suspensions for equal crimes or similar mm -hmm. similar um mm -hmm. uh offenses it's not even close like i was talking to justin i think about this i'm like what does a guy get for testing positive for steroids in the nfl and he said like there's been like everything from like two game suspensions to up to i think four or five game suspensions sounds about right and i'm like okay so that's a third or th a quarter of a season up to a third of a season maybe yeah, yeah. so when you really look at that, okay. What's a, what's a season? 16 games, I think? 16 games. So a quarter or a third of your yearly salary. So if you fight, most people fight twice, maybe three times a year. Four if you're really working. Yeah. So a quarter of a year salary, if we're going to do a quarter, is half of a fight. Yeah. So that would be 
equivalent if you fight two times a year, that would be equivalent to a six-month suspension because you fight twice a year. Yep. So right. a half fight would be six-month suspension. But instead of doing that, you're saying, well, I'm going to suspend you for two years, which is like two seasons in the NFL. Yeah. If you look at the average uh, – if the average the average athlete's career, mm-hmm. how many years is it? The average pro athlete's career. The average, I mean, not like Tom Brady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If we're going to average it, I mean, guys start hitting their thirties. We're already saying that they're old. So if yeah. we if we're saying ten years, if we're being, I don't even think it's that. I'm I'm being oh yeah I'm being generous. Yeah, I mean it depends on the sport. I would say a lot of the high impact sports are lower. I would say the average, I'm not talking about, again, I'm not talking about the best of the best Mm -hmm. because this, she's not like fighting for a title right now. Yeah. But if you looked at it, talking about all the guys you never heard of that played a season and left, played two seasons and left. Yeah, that's true. You know, so if you look at, uh, I know that I talked about this once with Shane and I was shocked because he's like, I just never thought about it when he's like, yeah, if you're like a running back, if you're like 27, you're you're done. Yeah. Like you're basically done. And I'm like, so what does that give you? Five years? If you're good? Yeah. If you're really good. And it's like, okay, so you suspend somebody for two years and then you suspend somebody for four years on top of so six years. So you might even be suspending somebody more than the average athletic career. Yeah. Which I, I You still know my thoughts on this. Yeah. Even despite this, I still stand by what I originally said. So, so what do you think should happen with her? What, what I think she should be reinstated immediately. So uh, these things aren't mutually exclusive just because I have the mindset of what I have when it comes to PEDs in general does yeah. not mean I do not think that USADA is the ultimate, uh, all knowing whatever they clearly are having a fuck up clearly. Yeah. I think if we're going to go really down into that rabbit hole, I think she would have a case not just to get back into the UFC, but have a case for a lawsuit for retro pay. Yeah. If they clearly fucked up so bad that they're causing her years worth of work, that she would have grounds to say, you caused me years worth of work. Yeah. I demand to be paid for that. Um, whether or not that would stand up in court, God only yeah. knows. You, you can sue for anything. Um, but I, I would think I would want her back in the back in the ring immediately. Yeah, I agree. Cage, whatever. And this is one of those weird scenarios too, where she it's a it's a double whammy. It's the second offense is like picogram levels. There is an explanation for why it's in her system, and even the first offense where it's like Usada first came in, the rules were very not yeah cut I in t- stone. I, talk, I talked about that too a little bit, uh, despite the fact that I am all for yeah. uh, banning if you get caught. You can't just turn around and change the rules on people. You you can't do that. You have to give some sort of grace period, grace period. You have to tell them what the standard is. You have to tell them that you mean it, but you have to let you have to give people a chance. You can't just turn around and be like, all right, no, you're fired. You're fired. You're fired because we just decided. All right. Last thing. And then we'll move on. This is how ridiculous um, USADA's standards can get. And this is when I, I think that you'll agree, but you might not where Logic has flown way the fuck out the window. Okay. You have to let USADA know where you are at all times ahead of time. You have to put down on a piece of paper basically saying, I'm going to be at my gym from 6 to 4. I'm going to be at home from 7 to 9. 
I'm going to be at this gym from 10 to 7. If you are not there, when they look for you, you get a red flag. This happened to Donald Cerrone, I believe. When he was at a UFC event, he was in (laughs) the building at the UFC event, and they flagged him because he didn't say that he was going to be there. Uh, So... I agree with you that that's that's all logic overkill way overkill I'm curious do we like how long is that for is that like pre-fight like three months before a fight six months before a fight or while you're under contract you just have to tell them where you are like while you are under contract with the UFC USADA needs to know where you are yes like you need to tell them where you are if you're under contract with the UFC if they look for you you, they better know where you are that's basically what they're saying which Think about that for a minute. On top of having to worry about your job, you now have to make sure you tell someone where you're going everywhere. Oh, no. It's a massive invasion of privacy. Invasion of privacy. But not only that, even if it's not, the scheduling logistics of you having – like, does anyone in your life know where you are at all times? No. What if you want to go for a drive? If somebody was like, hey, where are you going? Hey, where are you going? You'd be like, fuck off, dude. No, seriously. What if you just want to go for a drive? Exactly. The fact that Donald Cerrone got flagged because he was at a UFC event in the building and they were basically like, well, we don't know what you're doing. He's like, I'm on TV. (laughs) You you could see my face. Yeah. But they were like, says it in the book. Yeah. See, that's again, that's all logic and reasoning like fly out the window. Yeah. The way they look at it, though, is, well, if you put in. He said, she said, can be a part, then we could just do whatever we want with the rules. And it's like, dude, yeah, I get it, but there's some cut and dry things. Like, that, that whole concept kind of boggles my mind because where the, why the fuck do you care where I am to begin with? Yeah. Just, be- go ahead. Just because I'm not where I'm saying I am doesn't mean I'm taking drugs. Yeah. Or what, or drinking coffee, whatever the problem yeah. is this week. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just really glad that this is getting a lot of attention. Yeah. Because, I agree. This has probably gone on with fighters where all we see is a headline that says so-and-so has been flagged. Yeah. And they're just not vocal about it. Yeah. So I'm rooting for her. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I'm rooting for her too. Yeah. Um, uh, flipping the coin, and we're saying that was 100% believable. Um, I'm by no stretch of the imagination saying that she is lying. Yeah. N- not even, like, remotely. Um. So where the fuck was I going? <laughs> I don't know. Something about um, hating women. There, there are two. Know. There are two sides of a coin. Um, all I'm saying is that sometimes people have the ability to exaggerate or omit. So we don't know a hundred percent of exactly what's going on. We see this one side. I do believe she's truthful. Um, I don't see. There's so much just raw emotion into what she wrote and so much detail. Yeah. Like when people lie, they don't go into that level of detail with such minute specifics. And and like, and everything seems to flow. Yeah. There's no rambling. Yeah. yeah. There's none of that. There's, there's no gap in logic for her. No. So it doesn't make sense why. It, yeah. Like you said, I'm yeah. rooting for her. Yeah. The, the whole thing is a tragedy. It's, it's the it's the worst it's the worst case scenario. I hate it. I hate yeah. it. Yeah, it's terrible. So, so that was the now that we're all podcast. bummed out. <laughs> bummed out now. Way to bring us down, Andy. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, everybody. All right. You know where you can't get PEDs at Bro.com? Yet. 
yet. Yet. We're going to have steroids. Bro down steroids. Blue. Uh, <laughs> huh? <laughs> Nothing. Uh, so go to brownownfro.com and see all the stuff that will help you with your workout without tainting your blood, such as cool workout gear, t-shirts, hoodies, backpacks. We have some new cool shit coming to you guys soon. Work socks. Work socks. Zip ups. Three quarter uh, shirts. Three, they're really cool. I try. I had one on personally. Yeah, we weren't gonna put them on there, but then we ordered samples of them. And we're like, ah, right, it's pretty dope. Yeah, it was pretty dope. Maybe pretty dope. I'm a fan. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, check it out. Like, subscribe, hit the bell, do whatever you gotta do, and we will see you guys next time. You're listening to Bro Down podcast all fucking day. Oh.